0: Yes, I mean, this news just in, literally came on, I think, uh, <laughs> just as you were doing your intro. But uh, effectively, the Reserve Bank of Australia cutting the interest rates by that 25 basis points to a record low of, of 2%. Now, there's been a lot of speculation over the last two central bank meetings with regard to whether that central bank actually does cut rates or not. Uh, they've been keeping them on hold at least for the last two meetings or so. Uh, but that economy has been struggling a little bit. And the reason for that has been that it's really exhibited, I guess, the fate of all economies that have been linked to the slowing Chinese growth engine. Uh, and so we've seen massive pressure come through in terms of that Australian dollar over the course of the last, uh, geez, it's almost been the last 12 months or so. Uh, and this uh, interest rate cut, I think, certainly will also continue to keep that pressure on that Australian dollar. Uh, a lot of people saying, you know, is, is this uh, the, the Australian authorities, are they really looking to weaken that currency in order to spur some sort of export competitiveness or, or, or not, or is it just trying to shore up economic activity? Uh, I say literally, it, it, you know, they're, both, they're, they're either side of the same coin. Uh, let's see if this actually works. I think easy monetary policy in certain parts of the world are going to be counterbalanced by a slightly tighter monetary policy, certainly from the U.S. Federal Reserve later on this year. But this is the world that we've got to deal with, uh, and I guess markets are really just fixating on policy moves, which make them inherently even more unpredictable than they've been in, uh, in, in the last Couple of
1: months or so. Interesting stuff there. And uh, just taking a look at some of the numbers that were released yesterday, Mohammed, uh, let's start by taking a look at the uh, global, uh, global and uh, the local PMI numbers.
0: Yes, yeah, so PMIs I guess were, were the main focus and you know they all come out around the same time. So we started off with, with Chinese PMI uh, and that remained unchanged just above the expansion market, 50.1 index point. Now remember with PMI, anything above 50 is expansion, anything below 50 is contraction. So the Chinese just only just managing to stay in expansion territory. But if we have a look across the rest of the world, uh, most of them declining. I think the only two relatively positive spots were the Chinese and then the U.S. Uh, PMI number, which also remained flat, also just marginally above the 50, uh, the 51 index point mark. So effectively not a very good set of PMI numbers out yesterday. We saw slowing across most of the world. But the big focus for me, if we looked at South Africa's Kekiso PMI, that fell sharply in April to 45 4 index points from 47.9. So this tells us we were in contraction and we're now even more in contraction. I mean, it's not really surprising given the load shedding that we've had and the impact that that has to business. I mean, something interesting for the listeners is if you get one hour worth of load shedding, you know, that doesn't mean an hour worth of lost production because factories then have to restart their production lines and so forth. So it could be anywhere between four to seven hours worth of lost production in the manufacturing sector. And that could be quite, I an mean, in fact, is being quite damaging to this economy. So unfortunately, that PMI number for me, a big negative on the horizon, uh, and it is a leading indicator in terms of what we can expect from manufacturing production over the course of the next month or so.
1: And uh, before I let you run, uh, vehicle sales also out yesterday, and uh, that number rather disappointing, Mohammed.
0: Yeah, un- unfortunately. I mean, the market's consensus was for a pretty flat number. They were expecting a marginal contraction uh, in April. Uh, they were expecting just around half a percent negative. It actually came out at 3.3 percent negative. So we saw quite a significant decline come through there. Uh, and this, this depressed vehicle sales data, I guess, really indicating that local demand does remain quite muted. And the reason I say this is if you have a look at the export number, that actually did increase over the month, but mainly as a, uh, on the back of a surge in past- vehicle sales. We did have that set a low base over the course of the last two months or so, and so we're seeing that come through quite strongly. But in aggregate, it does remain, it's not a market moving number, but it does give us some sort of uh, insight in terms of the health of not just the manufacturing sector, but then also of our automotive sector, which does remain a very large employer in this economy.
1: Well, that's where we're going to leave it for today. Thank you so much, Mohammed Nala of NetBank Capitals, back with us again tomorrow, same time.